for joining us for another week of Music Review Roulette. This week, we have a special episode where we explore how this worldwide pandemic is affecting some of our musicians right here in Milwaukee. We asked five musicians, a touring singer-songwriter, a venue restaurant owner, booking agency, music director for a large touring tribute band to join us on a conversation and get their thoughts on this health crisis. Take a listen as we discuss some hard topics and ways that we can support each other. I'm, I'm Chris Crow and I'm the music director for the Prince Experience. Uh, I also play in the Milwaukee Tool Shed Band and a number of other groups. Uh, most of my work is travel, uh, tour oriented, and some of it is local. My name is Stelio. Can I check in now? Yeah. Yeah, my name is Stelio. Uh, I'm with the Five O'Clock Steakhouse. We host uh, live music every week. And I also play in a uh, local rock group with a couple of people here on this call. So I'll call it Sacred. I play guitar and... Uh, All right, I'll go. I'm Matt Anton. Uh, I work at ACA Music and Entertainment. We're a booking agency. I'm also at North Coast Management that focuses more on the business aspects of the, the performers themselves. And uh, I'm also a freelance trumpet player. I play with a lot of bands around town and uh, shows and uh, keep busy on, on the weekends with trumpet as well. Uh, Zach Petrini here. Um, I am a singer-songwriter. Um, I tour a decent amount. Um, so I do that. Um, I am a staff writer of Cave Studios. Um, and I also do booking and promotion at Twisted Path Distillery. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Well, I guess I'd like to start off. Um, the big question is, how has the coronavirus affected your, your work and what adaptations have you made uh, because of it? Um, I think it's affected all of us here, but I guess um, more on a specific level, is there, um, I know Zach, you're, you're a professional musician as well as, as, well as Chris. Um, Matt owns an entertainment company. Stelio hosts entertainment as well as um, is in a band. So it's all uniquely uh, different, but I think uniformly we, we've all f- been affected by this in certain ways. So um, anybody want to jump in and tell, you know, how, how this might have affected you personally? Yes. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was literally in, uh, I was on tour on our like second or third show when we started hearing that, like, you know, there were a lot more cases in the United States and that's when a bunch of the emails started coming in being like, shows canceled, shows canceled, shows canceled. Um, so, you know, we had 17 dates on this tour. We got through about five of them, six for sure canceled and the rest are kind of up in the air, but I'm guessing it's just a matter of time before, uh, you know, they get pulled. So, you know, for me, obviously it was like two months of income that just kind of disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I got home and it was super funny. I was just, we, we do arts and crafts time with our kids and I had just painted a picture and I put it up on my Instagram and was like, Hey, does anybody want to commission a watercolor? And I have <laughs> literally never done that in my life. Um, awesome. so yeah, that, uh, I, I, you know, made some money that, that way. And then, um, you know, I've been like dabbling into this live stream situation and that's been really good so far. People have been really generous. So actually I've more than made up for like what I've lost so far, which has been really encouraging how generous people have been. 
Um, but I'm still commissioning watercolors and I've got and songs and songs. That's right. Um, yeah. If you want a song, I'll write it for you. I'm doing that as well. Um, so that's kind of what I was just like a quick, hard pivot. As soon as I got home, um, I was just like, Oh geez. I I mean, you just have to do like something and just hope, you know, and yeah, like I said, people have been, they've been very generous. Yeah. Yeah. So, before anybody else jumps in, I just wanted a side note because it seems like the live stream is really popular right now. Everybody seems to be doing it. And a lot of um, artists are either not making much or they're making um, quite a bit. So I don't know. What is your guys' take on the longevity of this? Is this something that you think we're going to see in the long term? Is it just a short-term fix? Well, I think... Uh... I think, I don't mean to be the pessimist, but I can't imagine as people are losing their own salaries too, that it's going to maintain the way that it is. Um, you know, one of my groups, Throwing Spaghetti, we just played for 24 hours straight. Uh, That's crazy. A little bit of money for us and a little bit of money for roadies, stagehands, uh, sound people, light people. And one, I wouldn't recommend that. But two, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're... At the end of 24 hours, we raised $1,000 for charity and about what we would make in a three or four hour game. Yeah. So it's, people are very generous and I don't want to, I don't want to in any way uh, detract from that, but there's only so generous they can be when they're affected as well. Yeah. Um, I think as performers, we've got to perform and that's what's driving this live stream as much as anything else is we have the ability to spread that joy to bring music. Um, and it's not, I guess if I, if, you know, Danny and I have talked about going live from here and it's always nice to put out something for some digital tips. But really, I think we're just stir crazy of not performing, of not being able to sing together or apart, just not being able to do something musical. So we'll do it again. I'm not sure about the longevity. Uh, hopefully you know, some other routes present themselves as well. Because I think, again, being sounding slightly pessimist, there's going to be problems with everyone live streaming just from the internet workload alone before you get into performance rights and every other legal aspect of that. Or just the yeah. technology. I've seen a lot of really bad live streams. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just see that like scrolling through anything, Instagram, YouTube, anything that's like a majority of what you see, people are inundated with it. Maybe it's just because I follow more musicians. I have more musician friends on Facebook, I guess. Um, but it's kind of already getting to be old hat for me. I don't know. There's some yeah, does everybody feel like there, it's but... going to evolve into something else? Uh, you know, like the cream will rise to the top? I mean, oh. my guess on some of this stuff is that like, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all going to get like, I mean, it's like Facebook. It was super exciting at first and then, you know, it wears off and it's just, yeah, it's old news. Um, you know, I think some of it, like the, what, I, the, what I'm thinking about for this is like it provides a unique experience here and there. Um, I think it's probably a mistake to be doing a, like a live stream every day. Um, I just feel like that's maybe just too much. Um, and again, it's like, it's probably a lot more for like friends, family, and super fans, you know? Um, so those seem to be the ones who are like going to be consuming that content. 
I'm curious about how many people would randomly stumble on something like that because yeah, there's just so much of it out there. And yeah, I mean, people are, this is only going to be interesting for so long, you know, but I think if it is something that's just like part of a rotation of things, um, I think it could be a really useful tool for people moving forward for sure. I've also technically speaking, I'm sure Steve, you probably noticed as well, but the internet bandwidth has been inundated and the quality, as you talked about, Thea, the quality of uh, people's streams, uh, everyone's home, everyone's on the internet, and the, just the quality is so poor at times, people can barely get a couple sentences in um, without being having some type of freeze or whatever. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing you know some great stuff. I saw some really live fun stuff, like Gabriel Sanchez did with, his, uh, with Scott, over in his living room or something that looked that worked out cool for like 20 minutes. And then my stuff started freezing up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's also, there's the also the whole technical aspect of trying to hear the music as it's intended through your exactly. phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, we did yeah. that 24 hours and I felt like our bass player just came to be nice. Cause I'm sure 90% of the people never heard him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, and so for me, so from as, a, as far as a venue is concerned, it's really disappointing to, because it, it adds, I have no atmosphere right now. I have no, no business inside the restaurant. And it's a really frustrating experience to, and part of our experience as, in, you know, the employer, a venue is having the music around and having that atmosphere. It's for us too. It's not just for the guests. So I'm like, hey, turn up the radio, change the station. Like, because it's just so, it's so um, quiet. It's so that it's, that it's becomes frustrating. So like, um, you know, I, I just, I'm thinking about having the, for the very few of us that are, that are here doing carry out and takeout in my business, I've been forced to tra- you know, transform my restaurant, which was a, a supper club steakhouse, which is all about the atmosphere and great quality food into a carry out and, and uh, you know, it's hard to translate that into a to-go bag, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Experience of a supper club. Now you're here, do it in a to-go bag. But I'm still thinking about having a few musicians come by this weekend just for the staff, the few of the staff members that are here. Wow. Like, just, just dude, play. Like, look, I had you booked. You know, maybe come for a little bit less money and just play for an hour and a half. And for the staff, because we're so used to having great music while we're playing, while we're working, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now yeah. it's like tickets, you know. Still, <laughs> I, I would be really careful and look through the fine print so you have an answer if someone comes at you and this got you uh, sort of uh, uh, yeah. mentality that we seem to be living in. I would go through the bylaws or the way it was phrased and make sure you have a good answer for the people who are going to ask you how many people are working why do you have music there i'm sure yeah. there are answers i would just have them prepped in case someone yeah, comes yeah. At you. that's a good point that's a good point but uh, a lot of the entertainers I, I know pretty well but still yeah you're right that's a good point we had people uh we had a lot of people asking us how far apart we were sitting from each other while we wow. were live streaming wow and some of them were jokes and some of them were not jokes at all yeah. So, Stilly, you were talking about the to-go bag. That wasn't the full experience of the restaurant. 
I feel like these live streams are our musical to go bags. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> the concert is the full experience. You want to be there, you want to experience it. This is a sad imitation of that, you know. But Dude, it's that's what, a perfect what we can give perfect. right now. That's all we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, right. Matt is. I thought, is I, thought you guys were the, I thought you guys were the interviewers, and we were supposed to come up with the perfect ways to describe things. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Matt, say, as far as booking bands, mm -hmm. um, being you know the person in charge of getting these concerts uh, booked, I mean, how has that affected your business? Are these bands coming to you asking when can we be booked? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of questions they have. Yeah, I mean, the mantra has been reschedule, don't cancel. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to, to get as many of these things rescheduled for off dates or dates later in fall as possible. In fact, the whole office has turned from a booking agency into a reschedule and cancel processing agency at the moment. Um, and it's not going to stay that way forever, but uh, it's, it's definitely been the, uh, that's the adaptation we've had to make is slow to, to, to very few bookings coming in at all, but that gives more time to really process these. And, spend the time working with people to find a, a situation that everybody's happy with and the musicians still get something out of it and feel whole. Uh, it's just got to ride it out right now. Have you, right. uh, Matt, have you had any uh, like direction from the city or any local organizations to tell you, Hey, May 15th, after May 15th, you, you should be good to go. No, nothing like that at, at all. That's one of the scariest parts of all of this is trying. It's impossible to plan for. We don't know when it's going to end. You know, because like, um, so the Turner Hall Peps Theater Group, it seems like they're, they're like after May 15th, everything is after May 15th. Like that's kind of their guideline there. Right. One of my groups was their first group back and they have no idea if that's going to be it. But they're uh -huh. saying if everything opens up back up next week, we're going to get ready and we're going to be ready to go for by May 16th. They don't have any insider information. There's not nobody telling them anything. They've just mm. kept it, I would say, as a hopeful thing so they have something to plan around. Yeah, just like as an internal. So no one else has heard that kind of date. Right. No, not at all. Well, and it's it's scary because they're, you know, Summerfest has completely rescheduled to September, which will be weird, but I'm not complaining because it's still there. They haven't canceled it. Um, but I wonder how many other things are going to follow in those footsteps does that can affect the DNC? Is that can affect, you know, so many other things? And is this just going to push us farther into affecting these small businesses and restaurants and all these restaurants that support local music? Are we going to have venues to play in? You know, um, it's kind of a scary thought. Yeah, and it's it, it very scary thought and. For me, you know, I'm literally my my business. I employ roughly 35 people, and then about uh, 20 artists who are in the rotation. So it's like there's 50 people's lives that are affected a little to a lot, right? Full time to um, part time employees, and I just think about how all that trickles out. Um, but here, like, if this this doesn't change for me, I tell you, before May 15th, if things don't improve significantly. I will have to shut down. There's not an option. It's just um, I cannot continue like like this for a certain point. You know, mm -hmm. there comes a point where you can't feed the bit. Like I can, my my retirement is 
is I'm already chipping away on my retirement right now. My retirement income is, and I'll build it back up. God blessed, yes, but right now I'm digging into that, you know. There's a lot of people in that same situation thinking about they got two two weeks to a month, uh, you know, squirreled away to get them through it. And at the end of that, they're going to be in, there's going to be a, uh, a little bit of a pushback. Yeah. Um, it, and if it's not, I know they're talking about that April 14th, whatever, Easter weekend, whatever. If things aren't significantly better around that time, I can tell you that's where you're going to start to see a lot of bars and restaurants closing. Right. They're not going to have an option to have live music. Or they're going to completely rebrand or restructure what they do. And But majority of them cannot afford to do that. And uh, I think that is... It's hopeful, but I don't know how realistic it is. But that April 15th, 14th, whatever, that week is literally for a lot of people, that's like if our shit, if we're not open, if we're not allowed to get 30, 40 people in here drinking, uh, we're, we're done. Right. I think the other thing to think about, and it's, it's pretty grim, uh, when, this, when we come out of this, no matter when, you're going to have... Every festival, every concert is going to want to go ahead with what they had waited on. So you're going to have concert upon concert upon concert without the spacing. And you're going to have people coming out, rubbing their eyes, coming out of, uh, and they're not going to have money to spend. They're not going to have disposable right, right. income to spend on music with two, three, four times the concerts. Right. It's, this, is a, this is a long-term hurt unless we come up with some more solutions. Yeah. Well, what do you guys what do you guys think about the stimulus? Do you think that will help? Is there well, for musicians to be able to get unemployment is a wonderful thing. You know, yeah. for the for the gig economy to be able to apply and get unemployment is great. It's helpful. Yeah. I think that will be helpful. Um, I'm just starting to hear about uh, some grant money gonna be talk, they're gonna be releasing some information tomorrow, next couple of days, about grant money for companies that employ a certain amount of people. Um, so I know that's coming out. I literally just got some emails uh, literally an hour, hour and a half ago um, for rent assistance in certain neighborhoods here and um, non-musically related, but still it's things are just as, as far as assistance are starting to pop literally hour by hour right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you're right, Matt. The unemployment for the gig economy, that's huge. I think it's supplementing up to $600 per week for four months, something yeah, like that. I, I just, Thea and I talked about this. I don't know how they determine um, if your eligibility and how much you get. And and do they count these these online streaming um monies that you're you're getting or Zach like your money that you're getting from paintings or songwriting it, is that counted against you does that hurt you in terms of your qualifications for unemployment or, these are all questions I don't know about but yeah so I just I just applied for the Wisconsin one yeah. and um <laughs> it's actually kind of funny so you know they're trying to push everybody to do it online to free up the phones but when you finish your online process, you have to call in. <laughs> so, so I call and you literally can't even get like it, it it's just jammed, you know, like you, you can't even get a ringtone. It just hangs up on you because um, everybody's applying for it. So, um, I mean, I think the one thing that I have going for me is that I was also let go at Twisted Path. So there's at least like a legitimate like laying off if, uh, you know, 
if canceled concerts weren't enough, but um, yeah, um, I'm going to see what happens with that. So maybe you can have an extension on this one and I'll let you know what, what I come up with. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 90% sure. I mean, if they want to see those records or something like that, obviously they exist and I can show them, but um, I mean, there was no part of the questionnaire that like had anything to do with that. So yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's encouraging. <clears throat> yeah. 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 And Matt and Stelio, I know there there are government grants. Um, there's something like 300 billion uh, being pushed into small businesses, 400 billion into large businesses like the airline in industry. Um, but as as far as getting those monies, I, is there an application process for you or anything that you know about or have heard about? Or like Stelio, you said it changes on a daily basis, pretty much. So I just completed yesterday uh, the S Small Business Administration Disaster um, Economic Relief. So I, uh, there is a section on the Small Business Administration website that is specifically coronavirus disaster, uh, financial disaster relief, et cetera. Um, so again, same problem. Tried to get on there the, to do it digitally. Um, kept kick, kicking us off. We get it to the third page. We'd get kicked back. So I got the, the physical documents, got PDFs of the actual paperwork version, filled everything out, emailed it, um, overnighted it, and faxed it to the SBA just to be thorough. Um, mm -hmm. So that, yeah, that took literally five hours of, of on the phone with the accountants and et cetera. But um, at least I got in line, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no guarantee, but supposedly they're, they're, they're giving uh, low interest loans, 3.75% for up to, they'll do it over 25 years, 11 months with no payment. Uh, the mm -hmm. first 11 months, no payment, uh, but they'll, yeah, they'll do it over 25 years. You have to have an existing business and you have to be considered, like you said, a small business. Um, so under so many millions of dollars, whatever that means, it's under so many employees. Um, so I, I'm hoping to get that that happens because if that happens, that would help a lot. Um, <clears throat> I just today had <clears throat> employees come by and pick up some food to go for their houses. And I gave them a little bit of grocery money and <laughs> they were all very grateful and all, but also very nervous about what's going on. Um, many of them don't have other jobs or other careers that they can depend on. Um, these guys are hardworking, uh, you know, hospitality people that have been in this industry for a long time, but there's nowhere else to go. It's not like they can go to another restaurant right now and get a, get a full-time job. Uh, right. So they're all kind of, everyone's really nervous. And I just, you know, tried to show some love and whatever, get them, you know, some food to go tonight and here's some grocery money and whatever. But it, 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 it was tough and emotional and really stressful at the same time. It's been really, really intense. Like, you know, I want to offer them all the, all the benefits that they've had, you know, two weeks ago, but I, I just can't afford to do it. And so they're all in unemployment. I've got roughly, I've got 20 something unemployed employees on unemployment and thank God at least they're, they're able to get something there to help feed their families. This is really intense. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really does affect everybody, um, directly, indirectly. It affects our economy, of course. Um, government's taking a trillion dollars out, and when that happens, they owe that money back, which decreases the value of our dollar in general. So that's going to affect us after this. It's, there's so many things that are going into um, to this this virus pretty much changing our lives. I mean, especially right now, but for a while. <laughs> I think it will in the long term too, because yeah. Yeah. you know, you can help with the stimulus money now, but what is that going to do in the long term? <clears throat> and all these things that we're trying to do in the short term, um, it will have long-term effects and things will change. And um, I guess my question to everybody is, how has this affected you personally? Uh, I know everybody is going through a different journey, but I can tell you for myself, it's been yeah. pretty rough. Um, yeah, Thea just made the switch from healthcare, which is totally needed. Oh, God, needed let me tell right you, now. I'm so glad I'm not in healthcare. I would rather be yeah. unemployed as a musician and creating <laughs> and doing things that I love than being in healthcare right now. Yes, right. 100%. But it is, it is scary. Um, but it is hard when the thing that you do is to be on stage and create music and... Um, you're not able to do that and have that personal interaction. And, um, you know, depression is something that I've dealt with all my life. And for the most part, it's very, very manageable. But when something like this happens, it can be, and you have to self-isolate. It's like, oh my gosh, it's it can be overwhelming to just, you know, get up and move in the morning. So I'm just curious how the rest of you have dealt with it. I mean, every, it sounds like everybody is doing the best that they can and everything has changed like hour by hour, day by day. Um, but I'm just kind of curious how everybody else is handling it because I know a lot of people are not handling it well and that's pretty normal. Well, we are, uh, you know, we are a two musician household here. And uh, we went from gainfully employed to zero employment instantly. Uh, so financially, it's not going to be pretty. Um, as far as being stuck at home, I'm on the, we, we rent 40 acres in a farmhouse with a river that goes under the driveway. So we've got a thousand little projects to do. And worst case scenario, we can just stand outside and look at the woods and the river, keep our sanity a little bit. Um, but it is, uh, as it might be early, it might be a good idea of you guys to check in every week or every two weeks and see as this, you know, our, our thoughts within this change and as the situations change. But uh, mm -hmm. right now the money is scary, but the spending day after day together, that's, that's the easy part. Yeah, right. That, that is quite nice. I love spending all this time with my family. Um, Making you got to look at the bright side. You got to look at the good within the bad. I, I totally agree with you, Chris. Obviously, yes. I mean, same deal as you, Chris, like went from a, a busy two months, like going a little crazy, trying to keep all the details straight to literally everything is gone. Um, and so it was a big hit for us. And, um, you know, I got two kids and a wife and my wife stays home with our kids. So, you know, if I'm not making money, um, we're not eating or paying our rent. So, um, you know, I, it's, it can be very terrifying. You know, it's a, a part of the burden I think that I uh, have to bear, but my wife is good about doing that with me. And um, I guess um, 
at the end of the day, um, I think where I'm taking some solace in all of this is that, um, you know, I think for good art and creativity to thrive, um, it needs um, quiet and it needs space and it needs inaction um, for a season. And at least for me, like that space has been, um, I've just appreciated it. Like my internal spiral seems to be slowing as I just like literally like what, like there's nothing I can do, you know? Um, so it's, it is scary. Um, I'm curious too, with this live streaming stuff, like I do think people are going to probably get kind of bored of it pretty soon here. Um, but at the moment, um, and in today we're okay. And so I, I come back to that as well, that like in, in action, new and creative thoughts come and, uh, today I know we have enough. So, uh, that's kind of our life right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, uh, I'd like to share real quick. I've struggled with anxiety and uh, depression all my life as well. And so, and, uh, you know, from, and also addiction and all that fun stuff and, being in recovery groups and being in that kind of world as well, you're, uh, you know, you're told not to isolate and, uh, you know, now you're being told to isolate by the governor and the president and they're telling you to, you know, be distant and isolate. And this is like, you know, this is what I'd like to do when I used to use drugs and drink too much. And, uh, so it's really scary and the anxieties and the fears, and the triggers are all there right now, right? Uh, financial insecurity, um, everything is triggered at this moment. But the, the grateful part is that the, the phone calls that I've been getting and you know, opportunities and great things, there's little flowers that come up through the weeds. And um, it's, been, it's been a really intense emotional two weeks. I gotta be very honest. I'm not really one to sugarcoat and BS. Um, but it's been a really intense for my business, worrying about my employees. I don't have a family. I don't have a wife, but I have 30 employees, 35 employees that I'm very concerned about. And I care about, I care about their livelihoods and their ability to feed their kids. I take that very personally and very intensely. And that has had me struggling to sleep every night. Um, that has had me you know, worrying and intense and anxious. And so music is like a healthy outlet, but now I'm not able to do that either. So it's like, damn. So like, I'm, you know, tuning up my guitars. I'm, you know, starting to make noises and start, I'm just starting to just kind of scratch off the cobweb, the cobwebs and, and the dust off these things and start maybe looking things from a creative perspective, because that's the side that has helped me get through a lot of things. Um, but uh, especially right now, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to say I'm grateful that for the opportunity to, um, well, first of all, I got a bunch of steaks in my fridges, guys. So if you guys want to come down and <laughs> some ribeyes, like we can throw yes. those on the grill or you can take them with you. So for sure. Don't have to ask I me twice. Yeah. Gotta, you can, I'll throw them at you from like, you know, you could stay in your car and I'll just <laughs> But, uh, but like, so I've got enough, more than enough, what I need in my life, you know, um, 
I'm not really a materialistic guy, but I have more than enough at this moment. As you said, Zach, I have what I need. Um, I got a lot of family and friends and I, I, honestly, as much as my family annoys me, um, I'm trying to, uh, you know, reach out to them because I know that they're kind of going through it too and try not to think of myself as much as what's my mom going through, what's my brother going through, what are my employees going through? And that kind of takes away some of my personal anxiety. Yeah, so I, um, I feel like it was a, a bit of a process over the last two weeks of, I think I was in denial for about a week. Like, this, this can't really be happening. And I think over the last few days, I really started to accept it. And I, I think Thea knows this. I, I took yesterday afternoon and last night off completely and just got off the grid. And it was the first time, really, that I stopped panicking and just took the time to accept that this is what it is. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed having time to spend with my family now. Um, like Chris, uh, two musician households. So my wife's, uh, all of her revenue streams have been cut off at the same time too. So, but we didn't get enough time to spend together. We're getting that now. Uh, we got a puppy to fill some of the void, which is great. Never would have had the time to do that before. I'm enjoying practicing. And, uh, and I, I just, like any, any kind of crisis situation like this, opportunities pop up. And I'm just trying to keep myself with that mindset that, that uh, you know, be in a place mentally where you can see those opportunities when they come around because they'll be there and, uh, you know, this isn't going to last forever. So real quick, um, what can people or fans do to help you out right now? Is there, I know Zach, um, they can go to your website. Um, can you give us those details and everybody just kind of go around and tell us what people might do to uh, be able to help you right now? Yeah, just zachpetrini.com backslash store. There's a lot of things that you can check out, click on and purchase from me or experiences you can have. I've got a thing to give towards the live stream um, always that you can just kind of pay what you want for pretty much everything today. Um, that's the idea is just whatever you can do to help, I will give you something for it. So that's a big thing. Yeah. Right now, anytime anybody wants, I've got Tuesday through, Tuesday through Saturday uh, available curbside pickup and carry out. And I'm also selling beer and wine to go. So and I'll sell some sacred some sacred uh, CDs. <laughs> new ones Throwing still coming. Yeah, ribeye. Yes, the new ones on the way. We're very excited about that. But uh, I'll throw in a sacred CD with every ribeye purchased. Mm. <laughs> we got a new website. We got merch on there. You can buy T-shirts, hats. <clears throat> you can buy dot <laughs> band. Awesome. Cool stuff. Chris, Matt? Well, I got kind of an odd place. Um, <clears throat> I guess I would just ask for two things is, is for people to, right now, until something else is figured out, try and support those live streams. There's a lot of people doing it, I know, and it's going to be a lot more, and it's going to keep going. And, you know, just help when you can and, and listen when you can. If you see me on there, I'll let you know if I'm doing it for tips or for fun. But really, what I'd really ask is that when this starts when we're told that we are clear that we are in the clear that we are going to be okay fire that love of music back up immediately yeah fire it up immediately tell your friends anything you scream it from the mountaintops if you would it could only help yeah yeah <laughs> matt yep um you know i i to help us we we're still booking so i mean uh, we're still in business and uh 
there's people booking events for 2021. So check out acaentertainment.com for more information and all of our artists' websites and contact information will be shared in our comment section when we post on Facebook. We would love to have you also give us your thoughts. We are all going through this together and uh, we can help support each other. Um, let us know if you'd like us to check in again in a, in a couple weeks and see where we're at. And um, of course, like with every show, we like to keep it a little lighthearted. So we'd like to end the show today with a song from a local group, Five Card Stud. They just released a song called COVID-19. Uh, of course, they changed the lyrics, but it's to the tune of Sweet Caroline. So we hope you enjoy. Um, please share and uh, support local. And also, we, we'd really like to thank our panel, uh, Chris Crow, Zach Petrini, uh, Stelio Kanafalakakis. <laughs> That's how I like to say his last name. He's Greek. And then Matt yeah. Anton. Um, I mean, we can't thank them enough for their input and um, sharing. It's so easy to feel isolated right now, so it's it's very nice to talk to other people in our industry who um, you know have thoughts about what's going on that are similar to ours. We're all trying to figure it out together. So, thanks for your time and um, helping us. You know, kind of. Uh, come up with some ideas together and like Thea said if you like this format um, I think we really did so we can do a check in in a couple of weeks and uh, post another episode Um, if not um, we don't really care we do what we want anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thanks so much uh, five card stud for uh, making this horrible virus um a, a little fun to laugh at. So we're, we're going to play their song right now. Please enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Where it began Some little town in China Then it spread and grew so strong It came in the spring Now they've shut down the summer No one believed you'd come along Hands Wash your hands out Don't touch me the plight from epi to pandemic but is it more than just a flu sore throat and chills 
runny nose and a fever Yet if you're old it can kill you No one Don't reach out Stay at home This means you it one night The bad times 